Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Right Bench Podcast. My name is Charlie Bujay. And my name is James Bush. And we will get you caught up on everything in the sports world, starting with the MLB, recapping the division series. We'll start off with Houston beating Minnesota 3-1. to one. The Astros really dominated this series. Except for that one game, Minnesota did win. Pablo Lopez went seven innings pitched and didn't give up any runs. How about that? I mean, that's not giving up any runs against this Astros offense is just impressive outright. But honestly, I think it was a fluke game. I mean, Pablo Lopez is a stud, but uh, this Astros offense is for real, man. They are, they want it. Yeah. Um, Jordan, four home runs. Abreu, three home runs. And then the pitching, the pitching, Justin Verlander, Christian Javier, six innings pitched for Verlander and five innings pitched for Javier. No runs from either. Great, great performance all around from the I mean, Astros. From the Astros. In, I mean, just in that whole series, I looked at the Astros and just saw their, in my opinion, they're the favorite right now, right? Uh, okay. Especially with a Brayu being back, like in the whole season, I'd say he was on that road to get back to his MVP like season, right? Um, and man, he is—he's really playing, and he—you he's, saw it in that series for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. The Texas Rangers swept the Baltimore Orioles three to nothing. How about that? The Orioles, the one seed, winning over a hundred games, getting swept. You know, I think they were just I mean, a young team. Just a young team, you know. They weren't experienced enough to get Yeah, there. it's it stinks for the Orioles. And, I mean, it stinks for you to have an amazing season and go down like that. But they ran into, in my opinion, they're, the Rangers are the hottest team in baseball right now, right? I mean, they're. it looks like Scherzer could be coming back. It looks like they're starting to get their guys like – um. I mean, just their hitting's amazing, and their pitching's looking better. So, I yeah, I mean, Nathan Eovaldi. Nathan Eovaldi had seven innings pitch with just one run. Yep. I mean, the, the, these Baltimore Orioles hitters had some real trouble. Adley Rutschman only had one hit in the whole series. Cedric Mullins didn't get any hits. Wow, and I did not realize that. Their only, their only guy that really showed out was Gunnar Henderson had hit 500, but that's about it. Their pitching kind of struggled as well. Grayson Rodriguez, a young rookie, could only go 1.2 innings pitched and give up five runs. So, hopefully I mean, they'll be back next year. Losing a guy like Bautista, I think it's just it's a locker room type thing where it's like, oh, right before yeah. the playoffs, losing your guy. Yeah. Um, I think that's a big deal. But, I mean, I don't know if Bautista could have helped them in this series. The Rangers are just too good. Yeah, they are. Playing really well right now. Let's move on to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Another 100 team getting swept. The Diamondbacks sweep the Dodgers 3 0. This is just dominant. I mean, the Dodgers are a good team, and Diamondbacks just killed them, man. I mean, I mean Corbin Carroll, I mean, this dude's going to win rookie of the year, right? But this yeah. be a contention for an MVP. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, he. he should finish top ten, you know. I mean, I mean, he is just, and I think even next year he'll still be in that race. And the D backs look like legit title contenders, right? Yeah, like yep. they don't look like a fluke team. So, I mean, I'm I'm yeah. definitely pulling I'm, for them. 
but uh, they're they're gonna run into this. If you want to yeah. transition into this next series, yeah, no, I'm I don't want to yet. Um, actually, because the Dodgers. Oh, the Dodgers. I want to talk okay. about the Dodgers having a really rough series. The um. 177 team batting average over the three games. Mookie Betts, no hits. Freddie Freeman, one hit. They just did nothing. I mean, that's so, just horrible. <laughs> There's no and, other way to put it. And, and those two all-star MVP caliber players, and their pitching was really, really bad, too. Chris Shaw got one out in his start, gave up six runs. Bobby Miller, the young guy, one and two-thirds innings pitch with three runs and two walks. So, they just – and Diamondbacks just were – Hitting the crap out of the ball. Yeah, dude, they're they're young, young, fast. Like every player on that team is fast and can hit bombs. Like they yeah, are real young athletes. You know, they've got really good pitching too, and I I think they can make a deep run. Yeah, for sure. Um, now the Phillies took down the the other one seed, Atlanta Braves, three to one. Another one seed, one hundred win team going down. So there's no 100 win teams left. Surprisingly, That's crazy. Um, I mean, I mean the hitting in this Phillies for this Phillies team is just unmatched, right? Yeah. I mean, Castellanos with four home runs, Real Muto, and um, oh, who did you Castellanos, say? Castellanos, Castellanos, Nicky Tubas. He is. I mean, that guy. <laughs> um, Bryce Harper hit 462 with three homers. And Jesus. Spencer Strider, you would think, since he went 0-2 in his two starts, really did not pitch that bad. 12.2 innings pitched with only four runs and 15 strikeouts. So, just that shows the greatness of Ranger Suarez, who actually pitched against him both times. Had 8.2 innings pitched, only gave up four hits in those two starts and one run. Yeah, so I mean. Out, he, Strider got outpitched. Genuinely, like, and also when I watched that Phillies team, it was kind of a thing where it's like, it's really just their, it was their main four guys, especially in that Strider matchup. It was yeah. Harper, really Muto, um, Nikki Two Bags, and Schwarber. And I guess Schwarber actually really struggled. Schwarber like, actually I, really struggled in this series. He did, but also Only got like, a few he's, hits. He's kind of just a guy where it's like you know he's gonna just. He's going to stick around, right? He's going to yeah. be there. He's never going to have, like, a horrible series. So, yeah. And it's just the type of thing where it's, like, your guys, like, um, I think going into this Diamondback series, your guys, like, your young guy, younger guys, like Pache and – Rojas. Uh, yeah, Rojas. All, these guys, they, they're going to need to step up for sure. Yeah, and um, the, Ronald Acuna, speaking of stepping up, did not do that. 143 batting average and two hits in the series. And they were both in the same game. So, other than that one game, nothing. I mean, and that's just. So, yeah, just and potential MVP. Two potential MVP candidates, Betts and Acuna, not showing yep. up in the playoffs. So, yep, for sure. Yeah. So, great division series, in my opinion. It's a great Looking division forward. series. Um, I'll We'll look back. Let's look into the championship series, right? Um, yeah. Uh, so we're looking at the first matchup, which everyone's calling the Battle of Texas, right? It's going to be the Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers, right? Yeah. Um, they are playing and, on Sunday. And, uh, I mean, go ahead. What what you want to say about that? Yeah, so um, what I'm looking for is Nathan Eovaldi 
he pitched really well against the Baltimore Orioles, but can he stay hot against the Astros lineup, who is really just killing the ball? And um, can Jordan Alvarez sustain his greatness from that division series? Because if he, could, if he can do that, then there's no, there's no question that the Houston Astros will win the series. For sure. And I think it's, it's that big hitting duo, Abreu and Jordan, who are just going to need to keep it up. And if they keep it up, it's like – yeah. The sky's the limit for him, for sure. And um, the Rangers, Josh Young will make or break Texas, in my opinion. Hit 417 in the ALDS. Um, he's really a young guy, can really – if he doesn't if he doesn't show up, I mean, it'll be tough for them to win because he's such an integral part of their team, all-star starter. Hit for 417 sure. in the ALDS. And can they hit home runs? They only hit five in those three games. Well, Jordan hit four by himself. Jordan hit four by himself. So, I mean, that's just—they're going to have to out homer the Astros, and so they need to pick it up. And that's definitely—that's a tough matchup because you're looking at a team who's—they've been known for hitting home runs in the past couple of years, right? I yeah, mean, that's been yeah. their thing. So that's going to be a tough one. But I mean, one of the most fun matchups I've seen in a long time in the playoffs, in my opinion, is Diamondbacks Phillies. Yep. I think this is going to be a heck of a matchup. Um, Seems like a seven-gamer for sure. I mean, it, it does. It really does to me. And it's two kind of teams who – kind of a younger team like the Diamondbacks who just like – they seem like they want it and the Phillies who want revenge, right? So it's kind of like yeah, a yeah, – yeah. in my opinion, it's like a David and Goliath type of thing, but also it could go like a just a regular way. matchup. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like – and. To look, one thing to look for for me is can Corbin Carroll get to the next level? Hit, hit one home run and hit 300 in the DS, but yep. that might not be enough. He's got to get up to that next level. If, yeah, for he, sure. And carry his team, you know? They can, I if he totally steps agree up, with that. He steps up, there's no telling how far these guys can go. For sure, and, I uh, agree with that. Um, another thing, how do the Phillies handle Zach Gallon? And game one, I mean, Zach Gallon is a really great pitcher. He's been pitching really well. So, the Phillies can hit him. If I mean, the Phillies can hit him, that's just going to. Yeah, if they can hit on him, that's going to – that definitely boosts, especially the morale going into that game. Yeah, it'll, it'll open things up for sure. Um, and uh, Merrill but, Kelly, Merrill oh. Kelly, the second starter, he's going to have to be an X factor for this team because they can't just give away games. And their pitching depth is not great, honestly in my opinion, starting pitching. So, Merrill Kelly is really going to have to step up. Yeah. And I, be that I guy. Um, I, w- I want to say something real quick. So, I went out to um, Arizona a couple months ago and actually saw a Diamondbacks game. And when Zach Gallon was pitching, he – I mean, he is legit, man. He is someone who, like – he legit – like – I mean, they were playing the uh, Oakland A's when we went out there, so it wasn't <laughs> a great matchup. But <laughs> – um, Still. Zach Gallon looks nice. He is nice, for sure. Yeah, and so, and Aaron Nola's going to have to step up as well. He's been mm-hmm. pl- pitching really, really, really well the last few months. But his first, the first half of the season were really not great. So nope, not great at all. If it can go back, stay hot, then that'll be big for the Phillies. It will um, be. Now let's move on to our playoff picks. We're going to say, who do we think is going to win the World Series? So, in my opinion, I have Air- the Phillies beating the Diamondbacks in seven. Okay. And I have the 
Houston Astros moving on against the Texas Rangers in six games. So we have a rematch of the Phillies versus the Astros. I think the Phillies pulled out this time and in five games. I think the Phillies will win the World Series. Five games. Wow. Um, yeah. That's interesting because mine's a little different. Um, in yeah. the Battle of Texas, I'm going to – I t- I'm taking the Astros, but I'm taking them in five games. I don't okay. think the Rangers are going to win more than yeah. one. I think this Astros team is too good. Respectable. Um, and I, I'm just going to just stay on the train. I'm going to just keep <laughs> believing in Arizona, and I'm going to pick the Diamondbacks to win in seven. Yeah, I think they gonna, do it. Got to be seven. I mean, I mean, I think it goes to seven or six. It's got. I can't. It's not going to go yeah. less than that. So, um, but yeah, I think it'll be D-backs, Astros in the World Series, and I think the Astros again. They're going to take back. It in five. They're going to go back. back to, yeah, again, it's they're Jordan just too good, up. man. Yeah, Jordan um, Alvarez is really going to have to. For be sure, there. and I think I think that, uh, especially if they get back to that World Series, right? Altuve is a guy who you can count on, especially in the playoffs and especially in the World Series. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think he'll take it to the next level like he always does in these next two rounds. Yep. For sure, it'll be a great playoffs. Yeah, it'll, it's been a fun one so far, so we'll just see what yeah. happens from here. Um, I mean, let's transition into just our the next sport, right? Let's transition yep. into the NFL. We can first just talk about uh, Thursday night, Chiefs-Broncos. In Kansas City, it was a it was a beatdown, right? I yeah, mean, I mean the Chiefs just dominated. Yeah, the score nineteen to eight, but it felt like a lot. Didn't feel that close, you know? Exactly, it felt like a bigger one than that. But um, I mean, Russell Wilson, man, he just doesn't look like his former Houston, self. Yeah. He just yeah, doesn't. Washed. Yeah, washed. <laughs> literally, under, he under, looks washed. Under hundred yards passing and two interceptions is not what you want. And I yeah, I wanna yeah. go back to those two interceptions. The defense for Kansas City was amazing. This young defense, yeah. four sacks and two interceptions on yeah. a Thursday night game. I mean, that's impressive in my opinion. And this and, defense uh, wasn't expected to be a big good defense, right? Yeah. And uh, Travis Kelsey showed out in front of Taylor Swift. Nine interceptions, hundred twenty four yards. Yes. Man. I mean he I mean, they're what? They're three and oh with Taylor's in the house, right? Uh, so, I think so. They're just, I mean, I think it's really yeah. cool to see her up there. She's been killing it. And uh, her movie coming out last Friday, I actually went and saw it. It was awesome. So, give him big props to her. Yeah. And uh, how about Harrison Bucker? 60-yard field goal. Went four for four. Had a 60-yard field goal. That's pretty long. <sighs> yeah. Amazing. I, I mean, mean, he – after his injury last year, I didn't know if he was going to come back like this. But it's mean, he the guy we all know he was, right? He can get those long ones. Yeah, he's really good, really, really good guy. Um, I, yeah. I want to take one more note on Thursday night. Um, mm-hmm. Some things have come out, and there's a theory: Sean Payton might intentionally be tanking games. Right? Are they tanking yeah. for Caleb? Are they tanking for? They could be even Michael Penix, right? Are they are they doing any of this stuff? And uh, I think it could be a real thing. And I mean, yeah, obviously he's could. not going to admit that, but I mean, it could. But like, where would they put Russell Wilson in his fifty million dollar contract? For know? real, I mean, I think it would be 
or trade with a team that would need a one-year yeah, guy, possibly. but also possibly. it could just be his out-of-the-league type yeah, thing. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, so, um, then we can move on to making our NFL Week 6 picks. Obviously, we won't be picking the Thursday night football game, but all the other ones will be making our picks. And we're starting a series here. For every p- game we get correct, then we get a point. And whoever has the most points at the end of the year is the winner, right? Takes the dub, yep. Takes the dub, yeah. So, I'll start us off. Baltimore versus Tennessee. I have the Baltimore Ravens. How about you? Yep, I've got the Baltimore Ravens pulling it out in London. I think the uh, the mix between Zay Flowers and Lamar Jackson. I really like that duo, and I think yep. they killed the Titans. Yeah. Um. How about Miami versus the Carolina Panthers? I think the Dolphins take this one big time. I think I think they take it, but I don't know. I, I'm feeling the Bryce Young kind of comeback game, even though they're zero and five. I think it'll be close, but I'm still take the Dolphins here. Yeah, the Dolphins are too explosive for the yeah. Carolina. Um, the Saints versus the Texans. Um, I got the Saints, and it's pretty dominant fashion here. Um, I I have the Saints again, not in dominating fashion. I think CJ Stroud has a pretty good game, um, but I think the Saints take it by a touchdown or a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, there's Derek Carr and Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Alvin Kamara coming. Their back. receivers are amazing. Like, I really, I'm really liking their receiver core this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, now the Atlanta Falcons versus the Washington Commanders. Who do you got? Um, I've I've got the Commanders taking this one, man. I've been a believer in the Commanders for a while now. I really like Terry McLaurin. I really like Jahan Dotson, Brian Rob, yeah. Brian Robinson coming back from that injury. I, I really like well, him taking this one. Well, I'm gonna disagree with you on that. Okay. I like the Atlanta Falcons with B. John Robinson. They're going to lean on him the whole game, and nobody's been able to stop him, and I don't think they will. Dolphins have a great record. I mean, not the Dolphins, but the Falcons have a great record, and I think they're going to keep it going against yeah. the very I mean, mid. That, NF- that NFC South was going to look like one of the worst divisions, and it's actually looking pretty dang good so far. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Three teams over 500. Yeah. Baker Mayfield looks really good. He um, does. Yeah, so how about Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Indianapolis Colts? Um, I have Jaguars, Jaguars taking this one. Yep, we both have Jaguars. But I think the main thing in this game is going to be Trevor or Travis Etienne, right? He yeah. is – I mean, I think he's the X factor in this game. Goes off for maybe three, maybe four touchdowns. Man. And just that Colts defense isn't going to be able to stop them. They yeah, especially pretty. with Anthony Richardson out. For what sure. Gardner Mitchell do, you know, he can't do much. Mm. So definitely Jacksonville yep. here. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I got the Bengals here. I, I think Joe Burrow makes a comeback. Yep. I also have um, the Bengals. I think it's a close game because I really like Geno and what they're doing over there. But I think the Bengals they get back on track. Yeah, for sure. Um, Seattle's a good team. They're a really good team. Good for record, sure. but. I just don't they can hang. Uh, how about the Chicago Bears against the Minnesota Vikings? I have – if you want to call it an upset, I don't know. I got the Bears. Uh, the Vikings have been struggling, especially now that Justin Jefferson is out for a while. It's going to be tough. For sure. I, I like that a lot. Um, I also picked the Bears in this matchup. I think it's close. Um, I think Justin Fields is starting to get on that pace. I don't yeah. know what he's going to see against this Minnesota defense, but uh, I, defense. I, 
it is it has been a good defense in the past. They aren't doing as well this year. Yeah. But um, I, I'm interested to see one thing on the Viking side. Jordan Addison, the young rookie, yeah, taking the place for um, Justin Jefferson this week. So I'm interested to see what he does. Yeah, he's supposed to be real good. Hopefully mm-hmm. he can show signs of it. Um, next game, 49ers versus the Browns. I, I'm, I don't think this will be very close. The 49ers have been unstoppable all season. And I think that just keep they keep it up, and the Browns can't stop them, you know. I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I think this wow. is the first loss for the Niners here in Cleveland. Uh, they just announced that uh, they're going to be wearing their nice, like, all-white jerseys. I mean, that doesn't oh, yeah. matter, but still. That's cool, yeah. Um, A little bit of confidence boost. For sure. Maybe. And those jerseys are nice, man. Uh, but I think yeah. the Browns take this one. I think uh, wow. Brock Purdy finally comes down to earth and Browns win it by a field goal or something. I mean – I mean, I could go be the quarterback for the 49ers, and I could win a few games because it's just too easy. Anybody oh, wow. could do it. Shanahan's, Hot take Shanahan's there. great. Shanahan's Hot take great. There. <laughs> I mean, Brock Purdy's not that special, and he's winning games left and right. And because yep. Shanahan will just put you in a good position, you know. For sure, I think Shanahan might be the best coach in the NFL. He's uh, possibly, yeah. He's definitely up there. Yeah, I would agree. Um. Next game, New England Patriots versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. This is a poverty game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, poverty there. I have the Raiders pulling it out, but like, really? it's, it's just going to be a gross, probably field goals game. Like, it, Yeah. Neither offense is very good. No. I mean, the, the Patriots defense, in my opinion, will be the X factor in pulling it out. I think the Patriots win. Um, close one, low scoring, but. I don't think I think the Raiders defense is just not good enough. Not as good as the New England one, at least. Yeah, so. for sure. And Bill Belichick is a much better coach than McDaniel's. Yep, I think Bill Belichick though it's starting to come down on him. I'm not sure he. It might be close yeah. for his retirement soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the Raiders coach even McDaniel's? I'm not even sure anymore. I'm not sure who the Raiders coach is anymore. Yeah. Honestly, it's not good. That's all I know. Nope. All right, let's move on. The Bucks and the Lions. I think a lot of people take the Lions here, but I'm going with the Bucks. Baker Mayfield. I watched one of their games the other week, a couple of weeks ago. Baker Mayfield looked very good, the best he's ever looked, in my opinion. He's just... I mean, for sure. I th- I think it was the change of scenery for him. Just yeah, it, it, and it's really working. I think he likes his coach a lot. Um, yeah. I do and like him a lot in this matchup, but I think the Lions they really are on a course, and I've said this from. Day one, week one this year. I think the Lions could be the re- real deal this year. Yeah. Um. So, I'm going to take the Lions here. Yeah. I th- I'm going to the Lions. Uh, it's in Tampa Bay, correct, this game? Oh, I'm not sure. I think so. but Pretty sure it's in Tampa Bay, but I still think the Lions walk in there and take the win. Yeah, I really like the Lions a lot, but I think Tampa Bay is just a little too much for them. Tampa Bay is just hot. Coming off a bye, too. I want to rest. Yeah, it's a good point, for sure. All right, no. Cardinals versus the Rams. Um. Cardinals just are really bad, and the Rams are not as bad. So, Cooper Cup coming back the second week back, and Puka Nakua just is going to show out again, of course. And they have a Kyler Murray. Is he still out? I'm not even sure. Uh, he is. Um, Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is going to be playing. And yeah. I, I transitioned to that point. Josh Dobbs, this man has been a stud these last really? few weeks with not a great team in my – like, he, he doesn't have a great team around him. And James yeah. Conner going on uh, the injury list. 
Um, there's no way. I, don't, I think there's no way they win without James Conner. I'm still going to take the Cardinals here, just believing wow. in Josh Dobbs here, because I don't think the Rams are it this year. I think uh, Stafford's coming to the end of his career. Aaron Donald's coming to the end of his career. I think Cup might go to a new team this offseason or something like yeah, that. Maybe. I think the Rams are starting to fall apart. All right, now we got the Eagles and the Jets, and I'm not sure that – I'm taking the Eagles. I don't know about you. The Eagles just going to blow through them, in my opinion. This is going to be my biggest upset of the week, man. I'm going Jets over Eagles at MetLife. Zach Wilson is not that guy. I think Zach Wilson is going to have an amazing game. He'll probably throw a couple picks, but his touchdowns are going to overshadow that. He's gonna. And I think he's going to get sacked 100 times. He might, but hey, hey, man, I still think they step up. I think Garrett Wilson has a big game. Same thing with Brees Hall. Um, I think Jalen Hurts going into MetLife, it's going to be loud. It's going to be tough. But, you know, he's done that before, but I don't know if it's going to matter tonight. I think the Jets. Or is it to, what what time is uh, that game? Is that 3, three o'clock? I'm not sure. I think it's 3 o'clock. I'm not sure. Maybe 3 o'clock. I'm not sure. But I think that um, the Jets pull this one out. Yeah, I'm just going to disagree there. The, uh, let's move on. Buffalo Bills, New York Giants, Battle of New York here. Um, yep. Buffalo's, in my opinion, going to pull it out. I mean, they're just a better team, better quarterback, better yeah. receivers, better everything, you know? Yeah, for sure. I have I've Buffalo pulling this one out here. I'm not sure if Saquon's playing this week. He's still coming off that rough injury. I think he's still questionable. He's still questionable. Um, he, this yeah. is a Sunday night game in Buffalo. It's going to be cold. It's. I think Bills pulled this one out. Yeah, but and if Saquon comes back, he's still not going to be his full form. For sure, injury, yeah. So. I don't think just Saquon can win you a game against the Buffalo Bills, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, now, last game, Monday Night Football, Chargers and Cowboys. I've got an upset here. The Chargers pulling it out. I think Justin Herbert is just better than Dak Prescott. And they're so you just going for that QB matchup. I see it. I see yeah, it for sure. But like, um, I think Keenan Allen's going to play well. I think, uh, you know. Is he even playing? I think he's playing. Yeah, so, Keenan, Keenan Allen's playing. Mike Williams is still going to be out Austin, this week. Austin uh, Eckler coming back. Yep. Big guy. A Josh Palmer is a guy who's played well yeah, the past Palmer. couple of weeks. He's think he's still on the questionable list, but we'll have to see that. Um, yeah. But I'm going to still take gonna the Cowboys. Eckler's going to be an Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm going to still take the Cowboys here. I think that defense is too electric, and I think – I mean. In my opinion, Herbert hasn't seen defense like that so far. No, no I'm one not has. the biggest Herbert guy, but uh, I still think the Cowboys win this one by a pretty good margin. They walk into L.A., they take the win. Yeah, well, Marco Parsons is that guy. They got he some is. good weapons, so and their defense is really good, but I think the Chargers can pull this one out in a low-scoring fashion. Um, let's transition. As are our pick we'll count them up, and next week we'll give you the um, Score. scores. But let's transition into some, I guess you could say, projections. We're going to do just some conference championships, right? Um, yeah. So, who do you think is in the NFC championship at the end of the year? Well, I think the 49ers get there pretty dominantly. I'm going to say the Cowboys, you know. Cowboys okay. Cowboys look really good. And their defense, just, as you said, looks unstoppable. So, yeah, I I'm think that's the 49ers and the Cowboys. I'm going to say the 49ers win this one. Um, I, I have the 49ers in there, too, but I'm picking an underdog, right? And uh, this could be a homer pick because I am a Saints fan, but Ooh. I really think 
this offense is going to start clicking in the next couple of weeks. Maybe. Yeah. It might not yeah. be this week. It might be the next week. Um, I think the offense is going to start clicking, and you know the defense is there, right? They're going to hold yeah. their opponent to under 20 usually, right? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Saints get there. I think they come as a lower seed probably. They win the NFC South. Yeah. Um, oh, easy schedule too. Saints have a very for easy sure. schedule. And I think it's Saints-Niners in the NFC Championship. Who do you have in that one? Um, I have the Niners pulling it out though because um, I just think they, they have too many weapons, man. Now yeah, we go into um, the AFC Championship game. I've got and, a hot take here. I have okay. the Chiefs. I have Chiefs. the Chiefs in there. But I haven't upset the Miami Dolphins, in my opinion, going to the Super Bowl. Okay, so Chiefs-Dolphins, Dolphins take it? Yes, and I think the Dolphins are just too electric. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Tua is going to have a breakout year. And, I mean, A-Chain, Mostert, those I mean, running back. That combo. A-Chain kid has been a stud, and I know he's going on IR now, but he is uh, – that running back duo is going to be good for sure yeah. the whole so, season. Yeah, and they got a good enough defense where I think they can outscore anyone. Yeah, I think uh, I have this one. I also have the Chiefs, but I think it's going to be a rematch. I'm going to take the Bengals here. I'm going to just keep counting on Joe, and I think he's going to keep pushing it, right? I think he's going to yeah, well, keep defining the limits. I think Jamar Chase is going to have one of the best years, might win Offensive Player of the Year. Um, Joe yeah. Mixon is still just a reliable guy. Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Um, and one thing that's interests me, especially with the Bengals, um, is their interest in looking at Justin Jefferson. If you've seen reports, yeah. his contract is up, and the Vikings aren't doing very well. He's on the IR. LSU trio. They could recreate this LSU trio that was amazing in college, um, and it would be that would be definitely an interesting one in the offseason. But I have Chiefs Bengals, and I actually have the Bengals actually pulling this one out. So. Yeah, well, I would have said the same thing um, before the season, but the Bengals have really struggled. For really sure, bad so far. So they're struggling, They've but been, I think they get back on track. They pulled out. They pulled out um, the last few, I think, or two of the last three or something. Mm-hmm. So they're getting back in, on track, but I think I, I just don't see it happening this year. I get it. But, I get it. Yeah. So, um. You got a Super Bowl pick? So the Super Bowls there, that's going to be – it's Bengals Niners for me, and I'm going to take the Niners. And one thing I want to say about the Niners, I genuinely think Brock Purdy could win MVP. He's got the weapons. He can get the yards. He gets the stats. He can do everything. It's just going to come down to that record, and the record's looking really, really nice right think, now. I think CMC could take those yards away. I don't have him for MVP, definitely True, not. but also know. they throw to him a lot. I don't know who I have, but, like, I haven't thought about it. But it's, I don't think it's going to be Brock Purdy. He's not talented enough, in my opinion. But I think the Niners take the Super Bowl and they win it. Yeah, and I'm glad we agree because I have the Niners t- beating the Dolphins, who's nobody stopped. Nope. The, even though the Dolphins are so electric, the 49ers defense will just – I think they'll just contain and hold them to under 30. And the 49ers wow, nice. offense can just go from there. So, I'm glad we agree on that. Yeah, for sure. I think sure. they're the best team in football, and everyone can agree that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's move on to some college football now. Oh, uh, love college football. <laughs> so we're going to go through go through every game that has a ranked team and just get y'all, like um, – Up to speed? Just, yeah, get y'all up to speed, yeah, and talk about some stuff and, you know, all that. 
All right. Start with number one, Georgia. Number one, Georgia, 37, Vanderbilt, 20. And what I'm seeing right here is this is too close, okay? Georgia's number one, and Vanderbilt is far from that. So should they get bumped down? Only winning by 17. Because you see Michigan winning 52 to 7 against a team that's probably better than Vanderbilt. So. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, Vandy's not good at all, and this is way too close for comfort for them, especially in that first half. It was way too close. Um, but one thing I want to touch on this game: Brock Bowers left this game hurt, right? And he is—he's a guy. He—they um, talked about it. Kirby Smart talked about it after the game. The reporters—he said it's some kind of sprain. They don't know much at the time. I'm not sure if we've gotten more word on it, but uh, he did lift leave this game hurt, so uh, interested to see how that plays out. Yeah, for sure. Um, now let's move on to Michigan, number two Michigan. Again, like I said, beating Indiana 52-7, to seven, not much to say there, Mike. No, Maybe. not much to say. Yeah. He, I mean, Blake Corman is a stud. Uh, yeah, they just rolled. It was a really balanced attack, too. For Nobody sure. really showed out, you know. Let's for move sure. on. Number three, Ohio State 41, Purdue 7. Everybody was saying that this might be a little upset. They've up, produced upset them in the past, but Ohio State takes care of business. Ohio State, in my opinion, right now is probably the best team in college football, and that wow. could be a that's a hot take maybe. But uh, Marvin they Harrison have Jr. I, it's a uh, Kyle McCord now, and obviously they had they had two really good quarterbacks, and they had to decide on one. They took Kyle McCord, but uh, is he that guy? Is he good enough? To be, I don't know if he's next that guy, but I'll tell you who is that guy: Marvin Harrison Jr. You this on that. dude can flat out play. Yeah. In my opinion, he's the best receiver in this class. Oh, yeah, no no doubt about it, obviously. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Number four, Florida State, 41, Syracuse, three. Syracuse has been known for making it close for some teams the last few years. Not this one, though. No, not, not close at all. Uh, they they won this week, and they won without their uh, star 6-7 receiver. Johnny Wilson was not playing yeah. in this game. So, uh, yeah. that's but, definitely a big, big Good one. job coming through there. Um. Now, Penn State, 63, UMass, nothing. This is just out of conference, throwaway game. UMass might be the worst team in college football, so <laughs> not not much to say there. Penn State, I, I think on. Penn State is just – they've been an under-the-radar team this year. No one's really talked about them, but they can they can definitely make some yeah. uh, noise, especially in that Big Ten. It seems like sort of a bye week because they have Ohio State next week. So, okay. I mean, it's kind of like – they didn't have to care about this game, just move That's on true. to the – Big game, yep. you know. That's gonna Another be biggest game, game of the week. week. Yes. Okay. The biggest game of the week. Number seven, Washington, thirty-six. Number eight, Oregon, thirty-three. What a game this was. Oh my goodness, what a game this was. I mean, <laughs> Washington. I mean, their fans are crazier than I thought. Right? Their fans yeah. are yeah. big time. Their home field advantage is a big deal, just like Oregon's usually is. But uh. Mm-hmm. Them getting this win and proving that they are a legit title contender is awesome yeah. to see. And, uh, and Michael Penix a, is a stud. We had a college kicker situation, too, as Oregon missed a 43-yard game-time field goal as time expired, you know? Yeah, I mean, you gotta make yeah, that for sure. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't like to touch on field goals, but I know, like, the average fan always likes to talk about, hey, I mean, come on, man. You got to hit that field goal, and that's a field goal you just got to hit. Yeah. Um, let's talk, I got some Heisman. Heisman, the Heisman favorite, Michael Penix Jr., 302 mm-hmm. yards and four touchdowns. Nothing crazy, just, p- p- just play well. 
Like yeah, Bahena. he's been reliable, and especially with uh, we'll talk about USC later, but uh, especially with Caleb Williams odds going down, Michael Penix is the favorite oh, yeah. right now. Yeah, for sure, and Bo Nix, another up there in the Heisman. Yep. Um, two odds big right now. Big quarterbacks going at it this week for sure. Yeah, three hundred thirty-seven yards, some more yards, but less touchdowns at two. So mm-hmm. I mean, I think he stays around the same. He's it's a good game, you know, mm-hmm. solid. All right, well, let's move on to another – probably the second, big, second biggest game of the week. You had number 21, Notre Dame, beating number 10, USC, 48-20. to 20. And this is – in my opinion, this is the um, USC just coming down to earth. They, they don't play anybody in the Pac-12. So. It, I, I think definitely the Pac-12 is better this year, but USC is a team that they don't play defense. And Lincoln no. Riley does not play defense. It's, it's the yeah, craziest sure. thing to me. Like – and I think they walked into an amazing offense with Sam Hartman and their guys. Yeah, and, and Notre just, Dame's always going to play smash mouth football. I mean, good defense, and it was a balanced attack. Nobody for Notre Dame really showed out. You would think they would, having forty-eight points, but nothing really. And Caleb Williams sure. just bad, bad game. One hundred ninety-nine yards, just the one touchdown and three interceptions. Those three interceptions, man. He doesn't do that. He's thrown one all year before that game. And then he threw three in this game. That's just a that's a mm-hmm. big deal. He probably played his worst college football game ever. Yeah, and I, I think it'll just go up from there for him. I don't see him winning another Heisman, especially winning it last year. It's tough to win two years in a row with all these voting. For no sure, voting fatigue. Twice. So even though he might he may deserve it, it's just I feel like the voters won't. Yeah, give it to him twice. You know, I get that. Yeah, so a little, really close game here. Alabama twenty four, Arkansas twenty one, Arkansas. Been made, making games close lately, you know. I mean, been... doing it two weeks ago against, uh, or yeah, two or three weeks ago against LSU, they walked into Death Valley and it was close. Um, yeah, very too close for comfort, especially for both these those teams. Um, but yeah. KJ Alabama. Jefferson is uh, he's he's amazing. He really is. But they couldn't get it done. Yeah, yeah. Bama led twenty four to six in the third quarter, and I mean it was a great comeback. Now, this is not good for Bama because you got to play LSU and mm-hmm. Milrow is not that guy. It just he he really isn't, man. I mean, play, that's going to be right. an amazing game. Played all right, had the two hundred thirty-eight yards, two touchdowns, but definitely not as good as past Bama quarterback. Mm-hmm. If Bama's going to beat LSU, they're going to have to play offense. You know, their defense is fine. Their defense has been playing really well, actually. Other for than sure. the Texas game. And so they might be able to slow down Jaden Daniels and the Tigers, but mm-hmm. uh, LSU, and the LSU defense has been struggling as of late. So. For sure, but that LSU offense is just. Oof. I mean, so if Bama can control control the LSU offense, then I think they walk out with there with a win. But yeah, because oh, just L, L, LSU defense not playing well. The SEC West, I think uh, it'll be the SEC West winner, in my opinion. Yeah, because Ole Miss plays Georgia. Ole Miss plays Georgia, and I don't think they'll be able to pull that out, but maybe they do. Um, But that's the main three, right? There's no one else really contending for the SEC West. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, Number 12, UNC 41. Number 25, Miami 31. This is a good game here. It is a good game. Um, Miami's just kind of a team that I hadn't been really talking about. Realized they were in the top 25 and just – but, yeah, UNC held on in this game. Just Drake May looked just, comp- I mean, competent the whole game. Um, and one of the husband front runners there had 273 mm-hmm. yards, four touchdowns. It's a good game. Yeah, yeah. not turning the ball over is big 
and not throwing any interceptions or fumbling the ball. Um, it's a big game against Miami, and that'll probably knock them down. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, let's move on. Uh, we got an upset here. Pitt, 38. 14, Louisville, 21. So, Oof. Louisville, only two weeks ago, they beat Notre Dame, had a bye week. So, their last their last game was just a huge win over Notre Dame, and they came out real flat. That's all I got to say. They, I mean, they did. I mean, it was uh, it, it was sad to see because I was cheering for Louisville. Um, they just – they couldn't get it done against Pitt. Pitt – Game though, I will say that. Yeah, I'll I'll give it up to Pitt. Yeah, so we got another ranked matchup: fifteen Oregon State, thirty-six, eighteen UCLA, twenty-four. It's just a big game in the Pac-12, you know. Yeah, um, I, I I don't really I don't really believe in UCLA this year losing their guy uh, DTR. Um, yeah. I think I think DJ Ugulawandale, however you say his name, uh, <laughs> he uh, he really. I mean, leaving Clemson, it looks like an amazing move by him, right? Going yeah. to Oregon State, and they can he really contend in the Pac-12. It wasn't good enough for Clemson, but definitely playing well at Oregon State for sure. Um, let's move on. There's 16 Utah, 34 Cal, 14. I don't have much to say here. I mean, Utah. Not much to say either. Utah's just. It's a, they're a weird team this year, man. They've they've gotten close in games they shouldn't have, and they've blown out in games they probably shouldn't have at the same time. So yeah, so you guys took care of business there. Yeah, move on to uh, Duke, seventeen Duke twenty four, NC State three. Again, just took care of business. But I, I will have to say, coming off of the Notre Dame loss, really you had a great comeback. They could have come out flat, could have come out and just mm-hmm. given up, but they. Came back well and got took took care of business against NC State. For sure, Duke's uh Duke and um did Riley Leonard play in this game? I don't know if he did. Um, I, don't, I didn't watch this game, but uh Duke looks like they. I mean, they're just they're having a good season, right? And good for them, right? Because they haven't had a season like this in a while. So, yep. Um, now Arizona forty four nineteen Washington State. So, I mean, blowout. This is – and I want to say Washington State is a weird place to play. Their stadium's in a weird spot, and I think that's what happened when uh, they've gotten up. Like, their home games are a big deal. But Arizona walking in there and just obliterating them is, like – it's very impressive to me. Very impressive. Yeah. Um. Now, 22 LSU, 48 Auburn, 18. Again, took care of business. You, ex- you expect um, LSU to take that home, and they did just that. And their defense played really well. They've been bad against the last few games against mm-hmm. Ole Miss, against Missouri, against Arkansas. They've been very bad. They came out they have. played well, played well. They, they really did. And this defense, I mean, when they sent – I watching this game, they sent Harold Perkins off the edge uh, a little bit more than they have been doing. Like, they did it last year, and he looked like the best edge rusher in football, and they haven't been doing it much this year. Mm-hmm. But they did it a good amount in this game, and I think he had two sacks and a couple TFLs. So, yeah. Um, and Jim yeah, Daniels, one of the Heisman front runners, his Heisman odds yards. just shot yeah. up this week. He is 
and and good for him, man. He's a he's a guy I believed in a long time, even at Arizona State. He just didn't yeah. have a good roster around him, but uh, yep. Now he's got some guys. All right, um, Oklahoma State thirty nine, twenty three Kansas thirty two. I mean Kansas just I don't feel it. I don't feel it there. You know, it, it stinks for Kansas because uh, Jalen Daniels, not Jaden Daniels, Jalen Daniels has been a. Uh, Struggling with a shoulder injury, and he was stud last year, and he's, he was decent at the beginning of the year. But I do want to give props to their quarterback. Even though they lost, their backup QB, Jason Bean, came in, threw for five touchdowns and 400 yards. That's wow. just amazing to me. That means he had to score every single yeah. touchdown, right? So, I mean. Yeah, for sure. Kansas. And I'm, I looked over Kansas' schedule. They don't have any big wins. You know, they're just Mm-mm. coasting. They don't. So I don't yep. really, I don't see it in them, you know. For sure, I mean that, and that Big Twelve um, is not as good as it's been in the past, but it's pretty dang good with Oklahoma and Texas up there. Um, and I thought Kansas could contend for it, but it doesn't look like they're gonna be able to. Yeah. Um, now, last game here, Missouri thirty-eight, twenty-four, Kentucky twenty-one, and mm-hmm. what I took away from this game is that Missouri is good. They have a very explosive offense. And Kentucky's a good team. They've had some good wins, but mm-hmm. Missouri's explosive offense, great quarterback, great wide receiver room would just bring them. They're at the next level, I feel like. They're just playing really well. And I'm pretty sure they went to Kentucky this week. Um, yeah. They played at Kentucky and winning 38-21, that's a big win. Um, yeah, I sure. think Missouri can legitimately contend in the East, right, in that SEC yeah. East. It's down. Kentucky losing. Tennessee doesn't look as good as they were last year um georgia yeah. genuinely looks down and i think that missouri georgia game is going to be an amazing one it's going to be one for the ages in my opinion brady cook is a yeah. stud carson beck is not as good as he uh as people thought he was going to be um so yeah i'm interested mm-hmm. to see what missouri does for the rest yeah. of the year well, did i miss any games i feel like i might have but that's um, all i, I don't got. think you did nothing on my schedule looks like it all right you got it Yep, good week in college football. Great week in college football. Yep. Um, now let's get going to we... our college football playoff picks. Now, so we're just going to say who we think will make the college football playoff. One for four. James, you start yep. us off. Um, okay. Here, I've got some weird ones, if I'm being honest. I think this is yep. going to be a weird college football playoff transition to that 12 team next year. Um, I think the one seed is going to be Ohio State. I think they really? are the best team in football. I was saying earlier. Um, I really, I disagree. <laughs> I think okay, I, they don't have the quarterback play. I think Michigan should will take them home easily, actually, because okay. they don't. They have Blake Corum and McCarthy mm-hmm. just are better. Yep, they have, just I, they might, Ohio State might have Harrison, but Marvin Harrison Jr. Michigan's just a better team, in my opinion. Okay. So I'm, that's just what I think, and I think you're wrong. So okay. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, we'll agree and disagree, but I, I do agree. Blake Corum is a stud, and I think he should be looked at by NFL prospects. Like, he's a big deal in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you want to go on? I'll go on to my two. Yeah. My two is Washington. Right. What, what we what? saw this week. No, just listen. They are good. What What we saw this week. Michael Penix is amazing. He could be the best QB in college football. Right. Absolutely, absolutely, um, yeah. That's, that's they, my Heisman's guy. I, I think, think he'll win they the Heisman. win the Pac-12. They beat yeah. 
they're going to be better than USC, be better than Oregon, be better than Colorado, be better than Oregon State. Um, yeah. So in I my think opinion, they there's just take the two. Uh, I don't think opinion, they'll lose a game. I think that the Pac-12 has too many solid teams that one of them will beat Washington. Like, they're okay. a good team, but if they win and lose a game, then they're not going to get in because it's the Pac-12, you know. Uh, we I saw with the too. USC – so with the USC Notre Dame game, the Pac-12 isn't isn't as good as the other conferences. So you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, at my three, I actually have two because I couldn't decide at my three. Hmm. It's two SEC teams. It's going to be Georgia or LSU. It's going to be one of those teams at my three. It's a yeah, weird. I, I, I don't right? believe in LSU. I'm gonna believe in LSU. So and Georgia, I believe if LSU makes it. If LSU makes it, then they won't be the three seed because they have two losses. But so. the thing is, in my opinion, the SEC, right, it's been the best conference for ages, right? So, if, yeah. in my opinion, I, I think it'll be Georgia, LSU in that SEC championship. I think whoever takes that goes into that three seed, even if Georgia has one why, loss, why would, LSU has George, two losses. You were the best would, team in the SEC. You know what I mean? I would say – I would take – I would – Think that LSU would be the fourth seed if they made it, just because of their loss count. I see that, but also I and do you not have do you not have Georgia making it even if they only lose once? No, I don't. If they lose the SEC championship, I can't have them making it. That's that's absurd. I, um, but the thing is, like if if you win the SEC championship, you're the best team in the SEC, right? Yeah. In my opinion, the SEC is the best conference in college football. Obviously, yeah. you have to put the SEC champion. So. Well, yeah, LSU but you, you still that, don't have Georgia making have to it. Go in the playoff. No, it depends. Whoever wins it, LSU wow. or Georgia. That's uh, that's crazy. I I would put Georgia in with one loss anyway. Over over. Okay. Everyone except LSU, but yeah. I get that. And also, it's a LSU had a tough game against Florida State that first game. They're figuring yeah. out their team, so that loss, in my opinion, doesn't mean as much as a lot of people say it is. Um, so we'll see. And then uh, my my four, I'm gonna just ride it with Jordan Travis, Jordan Travis and Johnny Wilson. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna put them at the four, Florida State. Okay, yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's move on to mine. Uh, am I one? I have Georgia. I don't see anyone stopping them. So I think they're just gonna fly through everyone. LSU just doesn't. I don't think they have it defensively. You know. Okay. So I get that. I think they'll take the one. I think Michigan gets two. I think okay. they're just a better team than Ohio State. They will win out, in my opinion. Okay, so they beat Ohio State in that last game of the year? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. And uh, number three, I have Florida State, like you said. Just Jordan Travis, Johnny, or whatever his name is. That Johnny receiver. Wilson, yeah. Johnny Wilson, yeah. And so I think they are, they'll are go unbeaten as well because they played they're, – they're in the ACC, you know. Like, yeah. They're not that good. The ACC is mm-hmm. not a great conference. It's not good this I have year. Oklahoma, I have Oklahoma in my four. Okay, because I like that. Pick. I feel like Texas win. I feel like Texas win. I don't see anyone else they play as like a really threat to their record. So I think mm-hmm. I got four undefeated teams going into the college football playoff. Four undefeated teams. That's yep. I mean that's impressive. And a lot of my teams, I think two of my teams might have one, maybe two losses if LSU could yeah. sneak in there. But um, what you said about Oklahoma, I really think Texas still wins the Big 12. And I'm going to say that because I think Oklahoma drops a game. I think they're going to drop a game to end the season, maybe to someone like Kansas down the road or a TCU, their last game of the year is against TCU, or an Oklahoma State. Like one of those three teams, I think 
Oklahoma could just have a bad game and drop it. So, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, that's our college football playoff pick. Back at them when it comes around, and uh, we're gonna transition to our third sport, our third main sport, um, the NBA. Right? And yeah. This is this is where I like to pride myself on. I'm a big basketball guy. Charlie, more of a baseball guy, right? Yeah, it's not basketball. But, um, yeah, let's just – We're going to do our – We don't have to spend, to spend too much time on these standings, but mm-hmm. I think we need to just go through them. Yeah, we're just going to predict some are. standings going into the next season. Bougie, if you want to go first in the West. Yeah, in the West. So, let's let's go 11 through 15 in the West first. And my, uh, my 15 seed is the Jazz. They're just not very good. My 14 is the Spurs. I think they need a couple extra years with Wimby. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Rockets in my 13. Again, then, yeah, they need a couple more years to make the hump. I think the Clippers just fall off. Load management, Kawhi's going to get yeah. hurt, and they're just going to not be good. Mm-hmm. And I got the T-Wolves at 11. I just, I wanted to put them in the playoffs, but I couldn't fit them anywhere, man. Yeah, I see it. The West is stacked this year for sure. Yeah, how about you? Um, So, I'm going to let you keep going with your standings because I did mine in a little different way. You okay. keep going. Do the rest of the years in the West, and I'll I'll show you what I did for mine. All right. Well, let's go to my playing teams. My ten seed is the Mavericks. I think Luca and Kyrie is just a good combination. I think Kyrie stays healthy, and I think that yeah. those two together can carry them to a ten seed. Nine nine is going to be the Blazers. Okay. I think the Blazers are just. I like that. Those trade lot. acquisitions. Those trade acquisitions really put them up there. They, you know, they got like. a lot for Dame, man. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um. <clears throat> my eight seed is the Pelicans. Again, I wanted to put them higher, but couldn't really fit them anywhere with all the stacked teams in the West. Yeah. But I think someone's going to get hurt. It's inevitable at this point with the Pelicans. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And my seventh seed will be the Grizzlies. Okay. Uh, the final play-in team. Uh, I think they just – they're a good team, but with Jaw coming – Out those not coming 25 for 30 games. games. Yeah. 25, or, yeah, 30, 30 games. 25 games. Yeah. Um, I think they just can't come back from that. Yeah, the sure. top six spot. My now into my top six. I got the Suns at the six seed. I think they have no depth. They have they have those okay. four stars, but they don't they don't have much else in there. Yeah, like three or four stars, but no depth. I think that hurt them. My five is the Lakers. I just feel like LeBron is LeBron. And yep, LeBron Anthony Davis is <laughs> looking really good. Yeah, especially in preseason right now. Yeah, I think the Kings will be my four. I think they will. Wow, they're gonna they keep are, it up, huh? Yeah, I think they keep it up. They're playing really okay. well. De'Aaron Fox, I think, I think goes to an jumps up to an NBA, uh, not NBA, MVP caliber player. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, my three is the Warriors with the Chris Paul acquisition. Yeah, I think they stay up there. Um, yeah, and Steph Curry, Steph Curry. So mm, my two is sure. the Nuggets. I, I actually have the Nuggets not in the one this this year. Look okay. at just him. So. I can't see them falling anywhere under the two seed. But my number one is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Wow. Shea Alexander, Shea Gilders Alexander, Shet Holmgren, J-Dub, Josh Giddy. I mean, I don't see – they're Lou Dort's going to break out. I just – they're going to be – I was not expecting the one seed in the West. Yep. I, I, I mean, good for the Thunder, man. All right. That's an interesting one. Um, yep. So I did mine a little differently, right? I don't really uh-huh. like just straight up ranking the teams, right? Because I don't know what things might happen in the season, like an injury or a, something like that. So I put them in five different tiers. So okay. in my 
tier one, I, it was pretty much the first tier is like, they're going to make it, no doubt. Something yeah. really bad would have to happen if they didn't make it. And right, mm-hmm. I had four teams in this category. The Denver Nuggets, they're just, I mean, coming off of that championship, they're just too good. I can't, I have to put them there. The Phoenix Suns, they just, those star players are going to be good. Their defense looks better than people have been saying it is, uh, yeah. how bad it is. I can uh, see the it. Lakers, the Lakers, um, you know, LeBron and AD, I think they're going to be a good duo like they've been in the past. And then the Warriors with that Chris Paul accus- accusation is gonna, or yeah. acquisition is going to be really good. Um, and in yeah. my tier two is pretty much the, like, I could see it either way, right? They can make yep. the playoffs. They can maybe even not make the playoffs, right? Yeah. So I have five teams in this category. I have the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, I think Anthony Edwards is going to be – he could end the season as top ten player in the NBA. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, the Grizzlies, just depending on that uh, John Morant suspension, and I think Marcus Smart will really kill it, but uh, we'll have to see. And then the OKC Thunder, I could see him being like a top three seed, like you see, like you said, but yeah. I could also see him as being kind of just the nine ten, barely make it into the play in, right? Yeah. Um, the Sacramento Kings <laughs> I have in this category, I feel like they're. They kind of rock, uh, rode high last last year, but uh, I think if they might get brought down to earth a little bit, but they could make a top five seed, but they could also not. And then the Mavericks, mm-hmm. their star power is just too good. I have yeah. to put them here. So my tier three is just strictly it depends on yeah. if no one gets hurt, then these teams can be really really good. Um, mm-hmm. I have. Just two teams in this category is the Clippers and the Pelicans, right? Yeah, for sure. You've seen in the last two years, Kawhi, Paul, George, they've only played – in the last three years, they've only played, I think, 25 to 30 games with each other, which is just insane to think about. And then Zion can't stay on the court. Um, mm-hmm. And I, re- I really hope he does this year, but uh, we'll just have to see. My tier four is like play-in territory. Um, mm-hmm. I do have two teams in this category – um, I have the Jazz. I think they can maybe make a play in. Um, the John Collins ad, I think, will bring some light, more life into that team. And then the Trailblazers, Scoot Henderson and DeAndre Ayton look really good together in preseason. Mm-hmm. So I think, though, they might be mm-hmm. a good duo. Yeah. And then Tier 5, I have Lottery. Once again, these two teams are going to make the Lottery. The Rockets and the Spurs, yeah. right? They just, they're just yeah, too they're, young, in my opinion. They need, they need a couple of years. Yeah, they need a couple of years. So let's move on to the East. Move um, on to the East. All right. You want me mine. to go first? Or you want to go first? Oh, uh, you go first here. Okay, I'll go first. So I did the same thing here. I just did tier one. Uh, I think they're going to make it. Something really bad would have to happen if they didn't. Five teams, the Celtics, the Heat, the Bucks, the Knicks, the Cavs. The uh, the Celtics and the Bucks um, ads this offseason were amazing. The yeah, Heat are still is- riding high from that eighth seed run. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the the Knicks is kind of a interesting one here because I really I really believe in the Knicks this year. I think they'll be really good, and then the Cavs just that star power is just too much. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stars. Um, tier two, I could see it either way. The Sixers, right? This is a team I really want to yeah. touch on. What it, well, we don't know what's going to happen with James Harden, right? He said well, multiple times. Well, might trade. Exactly, he said multiple times, James Harden, I don't want to be here. He, James Harden yeah. doesn't want to be there. So and I James think Harden doesn't want to be there, and Embiid might not want to be there. Exactly, Embiid yeah. doesn't have anything else around him. So I think Embiid 
Embiid could request a trade, but also if Harden does end up staying, they're still a team that can be a top four team in the country, right? Or not yeah. in the country, in the in league. The yeah. um, I've got the Hawks in here, too. They could make it. They could not. I, they're a weird team for me this year. The Nets, mm-hmm. the Nets I could see is honestly a top three seed this year. I know that's a crazy thing, like, as that yeah. three seed, right? But also, I could see them as a team that doesn't even make the playoffs. So, um, yeah. I got the Magic and the Pacers, just two young teams that I think are on the come up. Um, so, tier three just depends on injury, right? I've got the Bulls, mm-hmm. which they don't really know the direction they're going in, in my opinion. Yeah, they're and just, then I also they need to rebuild. Them. For real, I think they need to. I think this is their last year, and then they're going to need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And then the Hornets, I also have in this category. Mm-hmm. I think the Hornets, I really like the Brandon Miller pick. I know a lot of people have been saying, I don't. why didn't they just draft Scoot, right? Um, he is better for sure, but I, I really like the fit next to LaMelo. Yeah, LaMelo um, so and Scoot just, might not be a great fit. Yeah, so I think the Brandon Miller um, and LaMelo ball duo is going to be really good. And obviously in the last few days, the Kai Jones stuff that – has been going on is a little weird him posting on his instagram saying i want to trade out of here i want to leave um yeah but nobody really cares because he's not but, yeah guy. no one really wants him so they just released him and now and they still got nick richards and mark williams on the roster who are really good centers so mark i think williams they can break out for sure i think they're gonna have a really really good season depending on injury um tier mm-hmm. four play in territory i've got the pistons and the raptors here not much to say about them they're just two teams that are Eh, you know, their rosters are yeah, all right. And then tier five, I've got one team, lottery again. It's going to be the Wizards, right? Wizards. They just yeah. they the sold everything off. They sold everything off. I think Jordan yeah. Poole could be a guy who averages 30 points a game, maybe 35 points a game. Like, Jeez. he could go insane this year. Definitely, mm-hmm. in my opinion, an all-star. But uh, they're just not good enough to get in. Yeah, was, that was transitioning to mine. 15 seasons, sure. the Warriors. I mean, after the 15 what? seed, not the wait, Warriors, wait, the Wizards. Sorry, the, the Wizards. Okay, <laughs> a 15 seed. Sorry, 15 seeds, the Wizards. And okay. so but after that, I really have trouble because it's just so open, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have the Hornets is my 14. Okay. I think Lamelo Ball is gonna get injured. Yeah. That's that. And the Nets are gonna be my 13. I just don't think they have enough talent to contend with the rest of these Eastern teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Pacers are the 12 again. I wanted to put them in the play-in, but I just didn't have enough space. All the other teams are just better. Yeah. Same, same thing with the Bulls. I mean, they just need to rebuild. They're just not going to make that a hump. Yep. So to my playing teams, the 10 seed Pistons, I think mm-hmm. the Pistons will have a solid year. You know, Kay Cunningham, maybe 25, 27 points a game. And the guys around him, Jaden Ivey, all those guys. Really like Jaden Ivey this year. Yeah. And the, I got the Raptors as my nine, but I don't see them going anywhere. Just I think they need to – sell everything off, or get, like, a big superstar. They're in the middle right now. I don't see them doing uh-huh. anything in the playoffs. Um, I got the Knicks as my eight. I think they take a little bit of a dip. I think Jalen Brunson comes down to earth a little bit. But I think they, him and Julius Randle still have great seasons. Um, I have the 76ers as my seventh seed. Again, I could see them either way. Yeah. But I just think uh, James Harden's not going to – be playing, giving his all, it, you know. It's such a weird, it's a weird thing going on in Philadelphia yeah. right tough now. Tough to tell. Tough to tell. Yeah. Um. Now the playoff teams: six seed Hawks. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Hawks, I like that. Hawks are my sixth seed because I think Trey Young's going to have a great season. And that's that. Um, yeah, five I'm a Trey Young. I'm a Trey Young guy. Yeah. Five seed is the Heat. I think they ride high. Like you said, J- Jimmy Butler. You know Jimmy Butler. Great season. You know. <laughs> and uh, I got the Magic, number four. Uh-huh. Okay. That's an, that's an interesting one. I like yeah, it, though. I, I think, like the Franz Paolo. I think, thing. yeah. Franz Wagner. All the other guys they got are going to be really good. Paolo Bancara. I think the Bucks are going to be the three seed. I see them oh. going somewhere in the playoffs, but I think I, I think Chris Middleton is going to have a poor regular season. Yeah. He's getting I, think, older, I see sure. him. Yeah, I see him turning up in the playoffs, but he's old, too old to be that good in the regular season. I see that. And the Celtics are my two seed. Okay. Which, um, just the Celtics, they're very good. Okay. And my one seed is the Cavaliers. Evan okay. Mobley makes the jump. Evan Mobley makes the jump. Darius Garland makes the jump. Jared Allen just going to get boards at board after board after board. <laughs> and I just – Donovan Mitchell is going to be that guy again. Yeah. So I just I don't see anyone having a better record than them. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. OKC and the Cavs, your two one seeds. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, I mean, that's that. I like the standings, and we'll look back on them at the end of the year. But NBA Finals predictions, let's just make them right here, right now. Yep. Mine is a rematch from a couple years ago. I'm going Suns, Bucks. I think the star power on both teams is too much. I think the Suns might make a trade somewhere in the middle of the season, maybe get more depth. But They're gonna I need think to they, for that depth. I think they have more depth than people are. Looking at like you to watch. They got Nabe the depth was, in the in the trade. Where I think mm-hmm. it was the day trade Grace, where they got a getting, lot of depth. Yes, getting Grayson Allen uh, and Nurkic and uh, Nas Little and Keon Johnson. That was their four guys yep. they got. That's a big deal. Of getting that depth for they them. They freed up that money too. They freed mm-hmm. up the money of they the did. And then um, I have so, Suns versus the Bucks, right? And I think the Bucks are just yeah. too good. I'm going to take the Suns in six. I think they finally do it, and they figure it out. Yeah, I disagree. So I got the Bucks <laughs> as well, okay. but I had the Bucks and the Nuggets. Okay. Just the two best teams, in my yep, opinion. Just, yeah, for um, sure. Just the the experience in the playoffs, the star power. I think the Bucks with Dame winning six. Dame wins gonna it. Improve, gonna improve, you know. Dame's going to be great all season. Giannis is going to be – I think Giannis because um, Giannis will get a lot better because mm-hmm. Dame – they can't double him anymore because Dame will be open. Or Chris exactly. Wilson will be open. So, yep. the addition of Dame helps both of them because they can both like, – He's kind of – it's both like it's the scoring that – it's the scoring next to Giannis that he never really had, right? Drew Holiday, he, he was just an amazing defender, could lock yeah. up your best guy. And they won with it, right? But they they switched it up, and they were like, "Hey, Dame." Because they could put two guys on Giannis. They could put they could put five guys on Giannis because exactly. no one else could really do that much. Exactly. So, yeah. so like, um, especially with their injuries last year, I think it was time for a locker room change, and they they went out and did it. So, I do for like sure. the Bucks this year. Um, <clears throat> I think the Bucks get it in six. I didn't okay. say that already. Nice. Sure. Um, um, so we're gonna go into the last segment. Thank y'all so much for listening. It's been awesome, um, our first episode. This is a segment we like to call Dog of the Week, all right? This is who you think in college football showed the most grit, the most grind, 
maybe the most fun they had this week on the field. Just the guy who just, I mean, was a dog, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlie, you want to tell us your dog of the week? Yeah, my dog of the week is, sorry if I pronounced this wrong, but Elik Ayo Manor or whatever, okay. from Stanford. Mm-hmm. 13 receptions, 294 yards, and three touchdowns, including a 97-yard touchdown to help Oof. lead the 29-point comeback against Colorado. That's my that, dog of the week. That game was amazing, man. When I got I got home kind of late that night, but I was when I was watching that game, since on the West Coast I was watching it, and it, uh, it was – I mean, that's three overtime. Yeah. Going into three overtimes was awesome. It was, it was a fun game. Was it two? My fault. My fault. Yeah, two overtimes. Two. Um. How about you, James? Dog of the week. My dog, I'd say my first one, it's a basic one, right? It's Michael Penix Jr. Okay. He truly, he's the best quarterback in college football. He's got the coolest team around him, in my opinion. He went 22 for 37, 302 yards, 60% completion percentage, four touchdowns. He did throw one interception, but it wasn't on him. And then he took down the number eight team in the nation. He is for real. Mm-hmm. He is a he's the guy. <laughs> he is yeah. that guy. So that so, wraps up our first episode. Um, you know, later down the line, every every week we'll post these. Later down the line, we'll try to maybe do more, bring in more debates, more discussions. Mm-hmm. This is just like a little laying the groundwork, you know. Yeah, and we'll go through sure. and we'll keep scores on the NFL. Um, picks and um, keep our NBA standing predictions and see how well that we do. And we'll just so we'll talk try to do better next time. News. Uh, we'll talk about recent yeah. news. Talk about things, especially when this M- the NBA season reps are uh, when it uh, revs up. Um, it, it's gonna be fun mm-hmm. for sure, and we're excited. Yep, yep. Try to be better next time. Yes, sir. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in.